This is Perfectly Not Normal, a storytelling podcast by Epi and Michaela. We are both university students with no life experience, talking as if we do have experience. We both study multimedia, so it's in our nature to create content and share it among others. Storytelling is our passion. So in each episode, we invite interesting people with interesting stories. We just wrapped up season one, so welcome to season two of Perfectly Not Normal. Well, welcome back to Perfectly Not Normal. I'm Epi. And I'm Michaela. And today, we have a large crowd here. Yes, we have 10 people in the studio total, right? Yes. That I'm is a so lot. I'm so excited, though. I'm excited, too. Not going to lie, I was a little nervous because I was like, we've never done a group this big. All the mics are on. Everybody has a headset. Everybody has something to say. It's going to get chaotic. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be tea and a lot of heat in here. You but a lot know. of laughter. You never know. We have nods. We have shakes. We, we, have we don't really know what's going to happen. Everything is happening. Yeah. So I think we should just get started. Yeah. So we have the band City on a Hill here with us. They are a ministry team for our university. And we're going to just let them introduce themselves. So they're going to say their name, their major, what they do on their on the band, and then their seventh favorite band member. What? <laughs> and we're going to start out. We're going to start out to my left. Here we go. Our seventh favorite band member. So not your least favorite, but your almost least favorite. <laughs> okay. My name is Holly Honeycutt. I am a multimedia communications major with a concentration in ministry media. And I play acoustic guitar and I sing in the band. And my seventh favorite band member is Charlie, who was our charcoal bag and also our mascot that we had all summer. Yes, Charlie is my seventh favorite. Thank you. So my name is Jacob Levergood. I'm an electrical engineering major. I'm a junior. I play bass and sing gang vocals in the band. (laughs) (laughs) And then my seventh favorite band member. So I'm going to give a real name because... This is what people are here for this podcast. My seventh least seventh favorite band member is Holly. I swear. Because she's not willing to say who her real seventh least favorite band member is. It's Thank not you. least favorite. It's seventh favorite. Seven. That's true. No one's so going to know who's last, but no one's going yeah. to know who's first. Yep, it's still Holly. <laughs> He's so mean. Hello, I'm Zach. I am a junior as well. I'm also a multimedia communications major concentrating in live event media management. And I would say my seventh least favorite band member would uh, probably have to be, um, I'm going to go with Jacob. I'm going to keep it real with Jacob. (laughs) Sorry, Jacob. Hello. Uh, So my name is Bryce, and I'm a senior. Uh, I'm studying software engineering. Uh, I play electric guitar in the band. And hands down, my seventh favorite uh, member of the band is Tyler Baker. That makes me so sad. All right, my name is Tyler Baker. Um, I'm really sad right now. My, oh, <laughs> I am I am a history major. I am a senior. Yeah, my seventh favorite band member, it's myself. My name is Timmy. My major is uh, business administration with a concentration in business management. I beat things with sticks and rhythmic patterns for the band. And my seventh favorite person in this group, definitely Holly. Are you kidding? <laughs> Testify. 
Okay, my name is Brooke Barrick. I'm a pastoral ministry major. I'm a sophomore. And my seventh favorite member of City on a Hill. I swear to God. <laughs> Actually, it's Austin Stafford. Not really. So my name uh, is Austin Stafford. I am a, a senior studying music. My seventh favorite member of the band. Oh, my word. Is... <laughs> Holly. Yeah. 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 Cry. <laughs> wow. It's okay, Holly. We T love already. Don't. Also, de- there was definitely a couple of us that forgot to say what we did in the band. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm a vocalist. I'm the sound guy. I'm also a vocalist. I don't know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke Barrick is a vocalist. Zach Myers is a sound guy. <laughs> Tyler Baker is a vocalist. Um, Austin, I'm Austin, and I play the keyboard, um, which occasionally consists of piano, sometimes organ, and other synth sounds. Just imagine, just imagine you guys yeah. are all in your bus right now, and you're yeah. traveling, and this is just your conversation. You don't want that. All right, how about let's start. Let's start on the bus, okay? Literally. Let's talk about when you guys are about to go on tour. You're about to go to a location, starting off with finally getting on the bus on your way to a location. Zach goes to the bathroom. Tyler's always late. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler's always late because he's pooping. (laughs) Okay, that happened once. But then um, once more than everyone else in the band. (laughs) Maybe. No, Zach poops a lot. (laughs) I don't poop a lot. No, Zach I just, just poop after every all. meal. Guys, they don't okay. want this on their podcast. <laughs> no, all Sorry. of this is funny, though. Okay, so we get on the bus, and then we pull out, and then Austin over here decides to probably loop the parking lot a couple times before he leaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like every single time we try to park or something. Okay, so as the transportation manager... Um, Trans man. Anyway, as the transportation <laughs> manager... <laughs> Um, I have the responsibility of uh, maintaining the bus and the trailer that carries Mm -hmm. our equipment. Um, That means I get to drive and fill fill it up with gas. But also, we it's kind of difficult to navigate the bus and the trailer at times. So sometimes I need an extra lap around the parking lot to find exactly the right place to fit. Or five or six. Yeah, literally. Are you the only driver? Um, no. Uh, Timmy, Tyler, and technically Bryce are um, <laughs> eligible to drive. Um, but really only Austin. Yeah. Austin's the main driver. If I need a sub, usually I'll Also ask me. Timmy. If we were to rank all of the people in the band that would drive the bus, uh, Holly is the last person that would bus. You guys Timmy. travel every weekend, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So how does that interfere with your schedule, like, on campus? Yeah. We have no lives. Okay, so explain. (laughs) Expand. (laughs) Okay, so, or at least for me specifically, and I I can't exactly talk for everyone in the band. Yes, you can. But, all right, I guess I'm going to talk for everyone. I don't Um, want this. (laughs) We, a lot of us also have jobs. Okay. And so we travel on the weekend, and when we leave on Friday, we also miss class. So oh. so we travel on Friday, and we're gone until Sunday night, sometimes late Sunday night, and we get back, and the Monday morning school starts. And a lot of us, um, I know Austin and I have the same job, we work when we have free time. And then when we don't have free time, we're doing homework, which means we really don't have time for like a social life. So you or, like, really don't have a life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wasn't kidding when I said that. So but I, I feel like you guys, this is your life. Yeah, we like, have each other. I feel yeah. like this group is really fun. 
It so seems I like, wouldn't mind not it seems like you're a family. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. In Sometimes. every way, shape, and form. <laughs> I would say because we don't have a ton of free time and all of our free time is pretty much devoted to being on the road. It just makes us like super, super close. And that's why a lot of people think of us as like being a cult almost is because <laughs> like we have each other and like we don't go to, you know, church on Sunday because we're always gone over the weekends you know so Mm -hmm. like we consider each other our church how do you battle that stigmatism of they're a cult they're on ministry teams see it's really unfortunate because we are actually kind of a cult Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the rumors are true but it's not like the bad kind of cult it's the good kind of cult you gotta embrace it we try to frequent starbucks as much as possible just to let other people know that we do exist. <laughs> <laughs> I do see you guys at Starbucks a lot, so yeah. it's working. Yeah. It's like a chain reaction. If there's like one person from ministry teams in Starbucks, then kind of the rest of us like flock there. <laughs> Let's be real though. Is there anywhere else to hang out here? Student Life Recreation Center. Let's <laughs> say the rock wall. Be <laughs> <laughs> at the rock wall. So I think regarding like social lives and stuff, it is really hard because during the week we're all really busy with classes and stuff. And then like when we're not doing class, we're usually like trying to get meals together just because we miss each other throughout the week, um, which is ridiculous because we're always Aww. around each other. Like we actually just came from meal with each other. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but I think like regarding like our other like friends and like you have to be really intentional about like those friendships. So like I have a really close group of friends outside of the band and like I, I have to be really intentional about like my relationships with them and making sure that I like also make time for them too. So um, you just have to like balance everything it's stressful but like it's still fun yeah i was just gonna say like also this time of year is like an interesting time for the bands because we are like nearing the end of this band and so Don't say it. <clears throat> i know it's really sad Timmy's gonna cry we we're nearing the ben- the end of this band and a lot of these guys are graduating and like there's Brooke is the only one who's returning to next year and so it's kind of like a sensitivity thing like we want to be together but I also have to balance like other friends this this time of like our travel season like uh people have commonly like called it a sprint but like it's not a sprint like towards the finish line but it's kind of like a sprint towards each other and like we just want to spend the last like couple months or weekends that we have together really investing in each other and really like making our time meaningful inside of our band before we end our travel seasons. Aww. So most people don't know, but you guys only you're only a band for a year. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. But that includes the summer, not like a school year. <clears throat> right. This is a full year. And it's it's actually really rough because the summer's the best part. Yeah. <clears throat> so like in the summer, we travel for what? Eight weeks, weeks. ten weeks. We fit eight weeks of camp into ten weeks of summer. Um, So like, but when we're at camp, we're with each other twenty four seven, and this is great because we don't know each other before camp because camp is the first thing that we do. So we really learn each other real fast Mm. and like where their buttons are and (laughs) how to make a man. Yeah, (laughs) the important stuff. Yeah, honestly. Tyler loves to learn where people's belly buttons are. (laughs) Okay. That's kind of oh. true. Wait, what? <laughs> um, is there a story behind this? No, it's, all about it's just the chasm. A, <laughs> it's just a thing they do. They all like we poke each other's belly buttons. They guess where it's their belly game. buttons are. Yeah, you okay, just Bryce. you stand like no. a mile away, then no. you run to each other with your finger, like kind of like you're jousting, and do their belly button. So, how many of you guys been on other bands before this, though? Me. 
So no one can, Bryce, see, a no louder, one can please. see. Yeah, yeah raising your, your hands. hands. <laughs> so, so, so it's like five to, okay. ratio, five to eight. Me, all of us except Brooke and Jacob. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Timmy, Tyler, and Holly and I all traveled in city last year, and Bryce, Tyler, and Timmy all traveled together two years ago. And okay. three years ago, Bryce Ooh. and I traveled together on a group that's no longer a thing. Ooh. Wait, so who here is, like, new to this for, like, the first time ever? Well, I just want to point out that I was in a mildly successful band called Queen in high school. We didn't, we didn't go too far, but... Oh so, Brooke, yeah. you are the newest member. And Jacob. Yeah, and, and Jacob. Me. Sorry, I was trying to make a yeah, joke and both, didn't raise my hand. We both are oh, new okay. to ministry teams how does, this year. How is that? How is um, that treating you? Honestly, it's probably the best thing I've ever been part of, um, especially because I wasn't, like, originally going to, like, audition for ministry teams. Um, like a nerd. Well, I had a lot of, like, um, just, I don't know, I was just, like, really nervous. I didn't think I was going to make it. And so, like, I turned in the application the day after it was due um, because it was just, like, a split, like, moment kind of thing. Um, but I'm so glad I did, and I, like, the experiences that I've had this year alone have been amazing, and, like, this band has been a crazy blessing, so I think it's just, like, I don't know, it's just really cool to have gotten to experience ministry teams with these people, um, and it'll be weird not traveling with them next year, but also, like, I'm very excited for what's to come, so. After the hazing process, it was really a pretty good experience. (laughs) (laughs) Initiation. The ice bath was really strange, but you know we made it through it. Of course, I'm just kidding. There's no hazing process, but uh, yeah, it's a really cool. It's this band is one of the most invite. Like it's a group of really inviting people and a group of people who kind of understood that like, hey, we all are gonna be together and all are gonna have to like care about each other and all invest in each other's lives. And so I think it was cool getting to kind of join this group of people that were already friends and kind of add the, my dynamic and add things that like I enjoy, but then also kind of create this like unique experience and so overall good experience i know that when you're on ministry teams you guys can't do anything else like you can't get involved that much other than like jobs you know you can't be an ra you probably can't participate in asc which is the student council and all of that is that Uh, correct uh yes and no um so when when you're doing ministry teams obviously your weekends are are jeopardized and you can't really do anything other than travel with uh with with the group that you're a part of but um, with that, sometimes organizations on campus like ASC or et cetera uh, will work with your schedule and work with you and allow a little more grace because of your other commitments. So, For example, you were our freshman connections mentor. I was, yeah. Yeah, we did know Timmy before, Happy, all of you guys. Yeah, we were both there. Yeah, it was a good time. Every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Exciting. Oh, memories. Wow. For the first Dark half memories. of the semester, correct? You guys travel in the summer and you guys go to camps. And you get a whole week of being with these kids, ah. but then you have to leave these kids. So, like, tell me about that experience. I feel like that could just be heart-wrenching, just, like, investing in kids for a whole week and then you leave them. Sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. No. That's the truth. No, 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 like, on where we're at. Like, like oh. there, there, there are definitely times where, like, you, you create a special bond with these kids. Like, within our, within our band, we have this inside joke about this kid named Cade. Cade, uh, Cade was the best. Cade was. Wait, can we use his name? <laughs> his name's definitely not Cade. Um, but anyways, this guy, uh, he he, what was he going into eighth grade? Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a really high pitched voice, and he was in love with Timmy. <laughs> and so, and so, whenever he'd see the rest of us, he'd go, Timmy, where's Timmy? 
And he would always say that. Um, and so, like, now, whenever we're looking for Timmy, we always say, Timmy! Where's Timmy? I get PTSD every time I hear that. <laughs> but then there are other times that, like, the campers um, definitely, like, form a special bond with you, and you get to um, watch uh, the love of Christ move through them um, in, in a way that other types of ministries don't allow. Um, like camp camp counselors and like what we do and like camp directors, we have a very, very um, unique opportunity um, when it comes to um, watching God move. Um, I know at, at camp this summer, there was one specific camp where um, we, we got up to lead worship for the first for the first night of camp and the kids just stored, they just stared at us with their arms crossed. They just looked at us like they like they didn't want us to be there like we weren't supposed to be there. And then by the end of the week, they were worshiping like people I've never seen before. Um, like people who now suddenly have a reason to worship, um, and, and that's really cool. And then other times they fall in love with us. I um at Bryce. I um uh, <laughs> I personally definitely uh, like agree with Tyler that like part of the best things that like we get to do is like we kind of get to witness the transformation of these students. And like as you said, sometimes we go to these camps and like they just look at us and like sometimes they're a brick wall and like they're not receptive at all. And then like throughout the week, you just see how like the speaker, their counselors, all, like, everything that's having an impact on their life during that week, they kind of just, like, break down the walls, and then, like, they just become more receptive to, like, the Holy Spirit, and, like, it's just really great to overall see, like, the transformation that the students make from, like, the first night, then to the last night, and then, like, a lot of times in the end, it's kind of, like, oh, like, we just got to where, like, we want to be with these students, and then it's the last night, and you send them off, and then you just get a whole new group of students. I was going to say, in that same vein, it's really tough. Just We have about five days, and it's just jam-packed with games and services and meals and not enough sleep. And so it's it's kind of difficult almost to have to go into a new space every time and, and redevelop um, bonds with kids. And so it, it's really special when it happens because it's such a, a, a reset every single What you guys are doing is planting seeds, and I think that is – at least I think it's the, one of the most important things to do, especially at a camp, because it's not up to you guys or up to a pastor or something. It's up to God to do the rest. And you just have to hope that you did your best, you know? I was just going to say, like, as far as, like, going from camp to camp and, like, relationships that you make there, we also make really awesome relationships with other, uh, like, camp counselors and camp mm-hmm. leadership, which is always tough especially when so like well sometimes you go back to the camps and you'll be with the same like leadership and camp counselors and stuff like that but if that doesn't happen it's like you literally have to like restart over everything again and like like I work really closely with like the speaker for that week for example and so it's like so you have to like figure out how they work and it's like basically a puzzle almost everywhere that you go and like trying to figure out like what the camp director expects from all of us as far as like involvement goes and things like that so um one thing that i think is really cool that i've kind of experienced and i think seen with kind of every band member is i feel like yeah we we kind of all have these really cool experiences we can see these like large group experiences like from the platform as we're like playing that I feel like every band member I saw at different weeks were having just like really cool, like intentional, like conversations and really cool God moments with students that I think I would say there was one week that was like mind blowing. It was like, okay, that's clearly like God working through me. I was able to connect with students and really like deeply like see kind of change that happened with that. And then I think I saw other weeks that I was like, this is kind of a bum week. Like I'm not seeing much happening personally. I'm not seeing, but then I saw it like with other band members having 
those same experiences. And I think that's one of the coolest like opportunities that we get to do because we travel with as this like team. Yeah, and to piggyback off of all of that, one thing that I didn't realize when I was going into this was uh, that this ministry isn't just for the teens and for the kids. It's for everybody who we get to interact with. It's for the youth pastors, the pastors, the, the lay people, the adults in the congregation, and, and so forth. Um, and it's really cool just to, to be able to watch God move through all of them, everybody of all shapes and sizes and ages and genders and whatnot. Yeah, I love that. Let's talk about life on the road. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I was going to get a correction. So talk to us about a typical weekend yeah. for you guys. Bryce, go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, Bryce. Uh, well, typically we start off by obviously getting on the bus and driving. And this... <laughs> um, so then uh, as we're on the bus, uh, a lot of the life that happens on the road is on the bus. Um, some of the best times and best memories happen um, while we're driving to the camps. And also, it's also a good time to sleep for a lot of us. Um, but then once we get once we get to the camp, um, it's a lot of hurry up and wait, usually, um, as we get to the camp. So we set up, uh, get everything um, all organized and everything, and then wait for the camp speaker to come or all the students to come. Um, but then um, as we go throughout the week, as we were saying earlier, um, usually the students at first don't usually have a huge response at the very beginning of the week, but then as their week progresses, we see them start to open up a lot more um, through worship, but also in personal times um, with them, uh, just individually with them. Um, and I think a lot of the coolest parts of ministry teams is being able to see uh, the students just kind of interact with us and um, open up to us as the week progresses. Uh, talking about like life on the road, I think something that I've noticed is um, We'll start off and we're all kind of like having conversation on the bus and then like eventually there are like one or two people that fall asleep and then conversation dies and then all of us are asleep and then Austin's, you know, driving, doing his thing. Um, but I also like realized that we'll like stop at a gas station or something and then we're all kind of like awake and then we start talking again. Just like a repeat happens and it's just like really cool to get to have like fun little conversations with everyone. I especially like the drive like home after like camps or retreats or uh, church visits because we just kind of like talk about our experience there um, and like funny things that have happened. And I just think it's it's fun to get to like hang out and talk about things and kind of just like be ourselves because like not that we're not ourselves when we're at like camps and stuff, but um, you know, we also like have this level of professionalism when we're there um, that we don't always have when we're on the bus so like it's we never have it when we're on the bus let's be yeah, honest there's really no filter on the bus but it's still really fun yeah i agree with everything that has been said i think one of the coolest things i like about ministry teams is almost every weekend or every week that we're at a camp or a tree at a church nothing's the same and so like we've had weeks where all right we're like all kind of ready for bed at 10 30 we're all ready to just chill we're not ready to do anything and then we were at a retreat once, and me and Timmy stood up till 4 a.m. with a youth pastor. And so it's just kind of it, just that range. And, the, like, the experiences are something you never would experience in, like, a normal life. But because we get this cool opportunity of, like, traveling and also not having 
commitments as much you know like obviously we have to like play and stuff at these camps but also we have we have these really cool opportunities because we have the time to commit to other things beyond just like the immediate needs of students and that kind of thing when we're not on the platform also we get to go skiing for free yeah that was so <laughs> fun That's that was true. so much fun. i was so bad at it though like zach can attest to this i was so bad i almost she gave was amazing up. no it was really really bad i fell so many times but I, it was still a good time i holly learned how to turn left and right thank you <laughs> I was really good at turning left and only left for the longest amount of time. But the real question is, was how many of you were able to stop successfully? I could stop I really Holly, good. Two people. <laughs> Me, Holly, could stop and turn left and right. Thank you. <laughs> so two out of the eight of you I could, could stop. You could. That was the one thing I was good at. <laughs> there was a TikTok. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, there's a TikTok. Right. I promise. I know. I no. I didn't make a TikTok, but there's a TikTok of this girl skiing, and, and like the way she's going down the hill is like exactly what I looked like. And I sent it to Holly because I was just hysterically <laughs> yeah. laughing. It was spot on. I just want to say that me, Timmy, and Austin, me being Jacob, went tubing instead of skiing, and we <laughs> had a blast, and we're able tubing to stop. Tubing is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think I broke my tailbone on that tube, though. <laughs> <laughs> although, although, I'm pretty sure the funniest thing on that whole day is, I think it was Holly, was going down the main hill, and then, and then all of a sudden, at the very bottom, like, she just kind of falls over backwards, and, like, her back is sliding down the hill. Yep. While while her skis were still flat on the ground, yeah. so she's going full speed down this hill, bent over backwards, yeah. lying on the ground. There was a lot of snow in my coat. It was horrible. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Learned how to ski for free. It was awesome. I yeah. mean, the best part for me of that day was uh, Timmy Jacob and I were tubing, and we had gone down uh, the hill, and it was it was a pretty quick hill, and it was awesome. But then we were standing there watching the next uh, student go down, and... Uh, he got down and he went down in a chain of a, of a few people and they all he he left the the group of people and they had all gone ahead and he was like slowly just kind of dragging along he gets up and his entire snow pants are like ripped down the back oh, and no. he had snow all over oh, his body poor kid. it was hilarious oh. though it was also a high of like six degrees on that day too oh, oh no yeah i napped at this retreat <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys go to campgrounds or to like churches or something? Yes. Yeah. All of the above. All of the above. Okay. Yep. So Anywhere with campgrounds, you guys get to experience like everything that's at the campground, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Free. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Which ones are like the best ones other than skiing? <laughs> um, I would say the we went to a Spring Hill camp in Seymour, Indiana, oh, and yeah. that one was incredible. They had the uh, just a giant property with two different multiple lakes. Honestly, it was really interesting and th just a lot of different options of things to do as Back. much fun as like each of the individual things that have like all, all of, like the different activities you can do at the camps the best thing about the camps themselves are the memories that we make while we're there mm. so yeah. like I can probably speak for everyone in that like I don't remember everything that we did at all of the camps this summer but I do remember all the dumb things we did at all the camps this summer <laughs> <laughs> and we remember the food Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, camp food is the worst. Brats are the worst. Yeah, you went through an entire summer of camp food. Are you guys okay? Um, your your uh, stomach kind of acclimates to the camp food, but Ooh. but then when you start having normal food again, you have a different reaction. I had to get my stomach pumped. 
<laughs> is, that, is that real? Really? No. Oh, okay. Whoa. My camp experience when it comes to food is sponsored by Tony Satri's Creole seasoning. <laughs> it literally says on the can. It literally says on the can. It's great on everything, and it's true. Um, yeah, so I bought a container of this seasoning and brought it with me to every camp in my backpack. He still has it. And I still carry it because you know what? Why have bad food when I could have delicious food? Hmm. I think that I does not make sense. Okay. I think I gained like 25 pounds over the <laughs> summer alone because like you would eat a lot because you're tired and you you need all the fuel. Plus, we get a snack budget. So mm. we would go to yeah, yeah. Bless oh. the praise, Lord. praise the Lord for that snack budget. for mm. days. We would go to Walmart the night that we got to a camp and we'd get to pick out like a bunch of snacks we had like a little budget uh and so you know we'd buy like bad food because fruit <laughs> snacks you know, delicious, Twinkies. Food. Don't yeah. delicious food that's very bad for you <laughs> um so like when you don't eat the meals because they're so disgusting you would just chow down on the snacks and yeah it was not a healthy choice holly and i did try to make an effort once once we we bought really healthy food and it was great was this I don't the know. first camp no it was like way well, late i think this it was, was shiloh wasn't it it's tough sometimes to buy healthy food and eat yeah. healthy food because we don't have refrigerators. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't buy, like, fruit and vegetables and stuff. You have to buy, like, chips right. and Oreos and whatever. Although, so. cheaper. Although, what's nice is um, the returning members kind of get to go to the same, like, campground sometimes. So, like, you kind of know what to expect from yeah. the food. True. They uh, can, like, make hacks. So, stuff. like... Sometimes we go to a camp and like some of the returnals be like, yeah, that food there is really bad. So then like we know to stock up on like Chef Boyardee or ramen or something to like actually give us some food. And then sometimes we just get a bunch of cosmic brownies or fruit uh, smiles. Zach, you're the only one that gets cosmic okay. brownies. Okay, but you, but you definitely get fruit smiles. We steal from you. Yeah, you I know. don't know if you know this, but I've probably had half of your cosmic brownies over the summer. Okay, I also don't eat that much. That's true. <laughs> Although, I will definitely say I think the best snack food to get at a camp, if you know you have a refrigerator, is chips and salsa. Chips and oh, salsa, yeah. all chips day. and salsa. Amen. Mm. Mm. Donuts. You- <laughs> I second that. Pop tarts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Austin's thing was pop tarts this summer. Pop tarts and Cliff bars. Re- Cliff bars. Every cliff bars are yes. fantastic. Okay, so this is my third, third and a half year doing this, and every single camp I've ever been to, I got white powder donuts and chocolate covered donuts. Every single camp. I and always get kombucha. Kombucha. Mm. Timmy. Yes. Timmy always it's gets a, a, a dozen glazed donuts. It's so sad. Actually, From the bakery. fun little fact about kombucha. <laughs> this is totally. This has nothing to do with the band. But I love kombucha so much, and my dad started making it. Wow. And now we have like a ton of kombucha at my house all the time. There are several so. people at our university that make Yeah, that. I know a few people. It's so good. Wow. Do you guys like kombucha? <laughs> Here's I just had my first bottle, actually. Did you like Did it? Did you enjoy it? <gasps> I, it was really weird. I don't know. It's I'm, good. I'm okay with it. I bought a second, so. It's really good and so good for you. Yeah. So good Here's for the thing. When you're at camp and your tummy gets destroyed by the nasty camp food, you need those healthy probiotics little, in your gut to make it feel better. kombucha to loosen it up and loosen you up <laughs> Loosey goosey, brother, all the time. Dilly dilly. We're a worship team. All right. Is there anything that you guys were like, ooh, this is a great story. Like, I really want to tell. tell this story. Like, what are your, like, favorite Hill, stories ever? 
Spring Hill. Should we Sounds talk about like Spring Hill or should they, we talk about the speaker from heard, the middle school camp? We can talk about Spring Hill. We can do both. They've heard about Spring Hill? They've heard about Spring Hill last the, time. The guys who are listening here. to this, other than the people in this room, have not, though. Yes, they have. I told it last time I was here. We'll you're the it. worst. All right, we're going to tell it again. <laughs> oh, the worst. Yeah. We just fist bumped. Okay, one I fist bump. I didn't fist bump him. Tyler. I think a nice short story while everyone decides what they're going to sell. Okay. Is so there was a point in the summer where another common thing we get when we're traveling is we get jugs of water because because <laughs> <laughs> camp water is just not always a guarantee on quality one. or experience. Oh. So we get jugs of water because it's you know it's a safe bet. <laughs> so we're getting ready to leave a camp. We have a little bit of time off, so we're like, all right, let's just get you know like we need to finish off our water, dump it out, whatever we do to fin- you know get rid of it. And so Tyler decides, you know what, I have about half a gallon <laughs> left in this gallon jug. And he's like, you know what will be a fun idea? Let me put the cap on it, turn it on its side, and jump on it. <laughs> Causing a, a great shower of water. This was, wait, 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 wait. This was the last day of camp, and we had burned through all of our clothes, or at least most of them, and we're about to leave. We're all tired. Okay, and now, now go. So, I was like, all right, this will be a great idea. Let me jump on this water. And I'm like, this is this will be hilarious. I'm exiting a door. I see what's happening. I turn right as he's midair jumping. <laughs> And as I turn, I realize, wait, that's pointed at me. This is going to be a bad time. And so then I get drenched in water. Again, last day of camp. I'm soaked. I don't, you know, now I have no clean clothes. So I'm grabbing like, all right, what's the cleanest T-shirt I have that I can put on so I'm at least dry on our bus ride back? So on that day, I vowed that, you know what, I'm going to get Tyler soaked again some point. So there was another camp a few weeks later. I had a gallon jug of water, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to jump on it. And Tyler sees me doing this. He's like, all right, we're next to our bus. He's like, I'm going to get on the bus because this seems like somewhere I should be. This will be safe. This will be dry. (laughs) What we didn't know is the jug of water I had had a structural deficiency on the side. So I go and jump on the side and jump on the water, and it shoots out the side right through our bus doors onto the bus, soaking Tyler. (laughs) Luckily, Tyler was in the way, so it didn't completely soak our bus. Everyone else was fine on the bus, but Tyler got soaked. So I think that was a good balance of, you know, eye for an eye, returning the favor, (laughs) however you want to put it. I have a story. This one's a cute one. Um, Okay, so this was the first week that we had, um, you know, been together. This was prep weeks um, in May, Uh, and it was the third day into prep weeks, it was a bit of a rough day. We kind of got torn apart a little bit. Oh. Um, because, so we had That's like these, real. like, what are they called? Clinical? Clinic? Clinicians. Yes, thank you. And um, they kind of just like came uh, to listen to us and to help us improve our music. Um, and they're all incredible and very, very talented. Um, but they kind of just like put us in our place um, after they heard us play um, and like pretty much told us that like we need to like stop thinking we're better than we are and like it's not that we were like oh we're like the best and all this stuff but we were really excited because we we liked our sound in the like first few days Um, and so it kind of like tore us up a bit Um, and that night we were given a budget and we were told to go to the grocery store buy things to make dinner so we decided to do breakfast for dinner we went Plus shrimp cocktail. Plus shrimp cocktail <laughs> because Tyler wanted it yeah, really badly. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bad idea. I don't. I don't think it was a bad idea at all. Thank you. Okay. Uh, sorry, we were doing a handshake. <laughs> um, but we. So we got all of our stuff and we made breakfast together and it was just really like a cool experience because um, it was the first time we bonded and uh we all had to like do certain jobs so all of us like did a little thing and then we just like ate our breakfast for dinner together and 
um, just like hung out. And it was a really, really good time. I think it's probably like one of my favorite memories from this year. There's a video commemorating. Yeah, what? check out what? the City Hold on a Hill on. Facebook page. <laughs> It's called Dinner Party. It's yes. a beautiful video. Say, I said party. commemorate. If, if you want to find us on social media, it's City on a Hill blank, blank, blank. Uh, you'll have to figure out this. <laughs> Good luck figuring it out. Let autocorrect fill it in for this. <laughs> okay, so this is a, the really m- most uninteresting story I'll pro- we'll probably and hear all night. Recent, yeah. Just this past weekend, we were at a, a camp, and it was in Wisconsin or a, a retreat. It was in Wisconsin, and it was snowing a lot. And so it was actually really funny. We were just slipping and sliding all over as we were walking across the camp. Really, just me, mostly Tyler. I forget who it was, but Jacob and I and a few other people were walking and. I was just like walking through and I was just wearing regular shoes and I got a little bit of snow um, (laughs) in my shoe and I was like, dang it. Ah, that's a wet sock. And then from that point on, any just mildly disappointing circumstance is now considered just a wet sock. If you could please start that trend, continue it amongst yourselves and your friends. Hashtag wet sock. No, that's a trend on Twitter. But like, as far as like funny stories go, we have a we have a group chat with all of our like funny inside <laughs> jokes slash quotes from this summer. Okay. Um, I don't know if we should read all of them. All of them. I feel like we should all get a couple. Get Starting the high at the very ass. Okay, so <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> <laughs> one time. Okay. All right. We'll 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 get to that one. But let Jacob explain that. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the first big ones that we laughed about for probably the first half of the summer was during during prep weeks when we were all um, getting to know each other, we watched this uh, movie oh, yes. called Mrs. Doubtfire starring the late Robin oh, Williams. Yes. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, Rest in peace. And uh, there's Aww. this... There was this joke. There's this joke in the movie that we all repeat all the time. Um, and he, he's talking about, what is it, Stegosaurus? And he goes, uh, he sings, um, I feel good to Stegosaurus and he always says no meat big feet I eat wood and so and so we just say that a lot now they're gonna get demonetized Zach way to go (laughs) (laughs) you could have at least said it in the rhythm that we do it in no meat big feet I eat wood (laughs) (laughs) can that be your intro all the time I feel like it should be you're welcome (laughs) yeah Jacob, tell your news story. Okay. Yeah. Who's ready to win some prizes, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. So I have the unfortunate job <laughs> and most fortunate job. Jacob is just a pool of comedy. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes true, am though. funny, usually unintentionally, which is really unfortunate for me. So I have the fun job and sometimes the unfortunate job of I get to be kind of the hype man for different games and stuff when we're at camps and retreats, which is great. It's really fun. I enjoy it. But when you're, like, really tired, you've been traveling for, like, five weeks straight, you're not always motivated to be excited on a stage. So I, we're at a retreat. We're kind of sitting in the back. We're getting ready for our set. We're going to play after this game. And then all of a sudden we all hear, hey, can I have one of the band uh, members come up and lead this game? And I'm like, all right, cool. I guess that's me. And that's been my job for this whole time. So I, (laughs) I walk up, not really paying attention, not really knowing what game we're playing. They're playing a game called Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Cup. (laughs) Which, if you've ever heard, you know, the so you, basically it's like Simon Says, except someone will call either head, shoulders, knees, or cup. And you have two people facing each other with a cup between them. 
and when you say cup, one of them tries to, they both try to grab the cup, and whoever grabs it wins. You find a new partner. The game continues until there's a winner. Super fun game, super easy game. I'm like, all right, cool. Know how this is going to run. I can, I can call head, shoulders, knees, and cup the whole time. So we're going through. We're doing a normal progression. You just call a few whatever, cup, people go. Then Austin walks up to me while I'm on stage, while everyone's kind of finding a partner, and he's like, you should just call knees like nine times in a row. And I think they were expecting me to like call knees a few times and then like throw in a few like random ones and just like mix it up. But I'm like, no, I'm going to do this for the band and for the leaders. Like these people (laughs) have volunteered their time. I'm going to make these kids fool themselves. So I'm like, all right, knees, 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 knees. For a good 30 seconds. Like it was longer than that. So we're still going knees, knees, knees. And I just say cup. And so then it's just for one round, it was only knees. And it was great. And it was hilarious. <laughs> Austin has a great story. Okay, so um, as the piano player, I often get called on. <laughs> I get called on to play music like underneath prayer or if there's like a response, if there's people praying at the altar, I get called on to just play any sort of underscoring just to, to have something going on and also provide emotion for people. But anyway, so uh, I was kind of getting bored because I do it pretty much almost every time we have a service. I, I end up playing underneath something. And so we decided one time that we were going to make it interesting and I was going to try to sneak in uh, little snippets of other songs that are very much not like appropriate for the scenario that Dude, they're in. I do that too with guitar. Don't worry. <laughs> I play like My Chemical Romance. Oh my <laughs> like, yes. slow, slow. Nobody yes. knows, but it sounds good. Continue. So uh, I think I'm trying to find it. I had a list somewhere, but at one point in this particular response time, I incorporated Seven Rings by uh, Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, the uh, Nutcracker. The, I did a little bit of the Nutcracker. Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. <laughs> um, Party in the time USA. We touch. Party every, in the USA. Every time we every touch. Time we touch. <laughs> Wait, I want to. I want to hear all. It of was that. so smooth. It was too. amazing. And I mean, wow. I'm I'm playing every time we touch as some people are rededicating their lives to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and no, nobody had a single clue. <laughs> If you ever bring City on a Hill, don't tell anyone else and just sit and listen, because that could be really unfortunate. Yeah. The worst is when he does it while we're on stage, because, like, I have to, like, not You have to ignore it. (laughs) Yeah, because the the speaker's normally, like, yeah, like, God is so awesome, like, going off and, like, you know, hyping everyone up and, like, everyone's getting excited, and he's just playing every time we touch, and I'm like, oh, no. It uh, it uh, it has actually gotten to the point where sometimes he'll be playing up there by himself, and then people in the band will just start texting him songs to play. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, <gasps> like song requests. Yeah, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 the response. <laughs> <laughs> Do the response. Yeah, yeah I, I included also "Bad Romance," uh, "A Thousand Miles," and no, 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 no. Yep, that one, Zach. That one. <laughs> <laughs> in case you were unfamiliar. in case you were wondering. <laughs> Okay, so you're all a band, so I feel like we need no. to get a little bit, That's like, give us a, an example of you're your skills. Like, oh, is no. there anything that you're all like, ooh, we can all sing this? Someone I play drums. Can beatbox. <laughs> we can get the drummer going. Like, well, is there something unique 
to us is that just recently, well, not recently, this semester, we've started doing gang vocals on certain songs, which means everyone in the band has a mic except Zach because he's running sound for us and making us sound good. I still got a mic, woman. He's got a mic, but he's not singing. I'm going to start singing. You should start singing. You shouldn't start singing. (laughs) I'm going to do it. You could sing in your mic, but don't put it in the house. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to take you out and put me in. Okay, sure. So do we have an example or like a, a little preview? Should do we uh, do it? We could sing Shibuya. Huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, let's, yeah, let's do Shibuya. We oh, could no. do Shibuya. I'm trying to. So we do Gone by Elevation Worship. Like, she do wants it. to sing it right oh, now. Oh, okay. No. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay, so great. it's all of you guys just have a mic and you guys get to add to the song. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Like, and like gang vocals isn't something that like most like the other bands do. So. Is that what or it's special. actually called, or do you guys call it that? That's what it's, it's called. Yeah, no. it's actually, it's actually called. called it. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Everyone just kind of sings melody, and it, it looks really cool, and it just sounds really good. Give it like a choir kind of effect, mm-hmm. like yeah. a fuller. Yeah, sound. it it it's really effective in getting the audience or like the congregation yeah. more involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as someone who doesn't normally sing, I feel really cool when I get to sing. So <laughs> that also helps. Yeah, me too. Nice. Timmy's not in the house when he's. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear, talking about in the house means the people can hear you. Some people don't know oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. You're welcome. So Uh-oh. you guys have been talking a lot about the really fun moments that happen while you guys are in a oh, band. Oh, no. Let's talk about no. not the cool moments. Oh, like, no. what are some stuff that you guys what don't really enjoy? Hey, what about talk Jacob's about- shirt experience? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm telling the story. So I, again, have the really, I feel like I'm usually pretty good about, like, making fun jokes. I'm pretty sarcastic. Oh, no. But usually making them, like, pretty oh, clear one. what's going to happen. When I'm tired, I lose a little bit of my filter, <laughs> and I might say things that are a little bit not as funny. So we're at a camp that this camp offers. Uh, they do tie-dye t-shirts, and so they have their t-shirts with their logo, and then they do custom tie-dye, which is really cool. It's awesome. Tie-dye's just not really my thing. So I didn't choose to purchase one. And it's then, really not his thing. It's really, yeah, it's not. <laughs> really. It's really unfortunate, because then Brooke buys a t-shirt and then finds a different one that she really likes. And she's like, okay, should I buy this T-shirt or that T-shirt? And in my moment of just kind of tiredness and lack (laughs) of filter, I said, you should get that T-shirt. That other one's stupid. And then she said, well, I was actually thinking about keeping both T-shirts, but thanks, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the way way he said it, he, like, actually meant, like, he hates the shirt. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, that's stupid. Like, it was like a, yeah, that other shirt is the stupidest shirt I've ever seen. You should get the other one. And I was offended, so now every time I wear it, I just, like say something about it to mm. make fun of it. It's really unfortunate because I'm like, I'm actually a nice person. It's just this one time I messed, I messed up. And also, we all are really good bandmates and we never let them live it down. So. Uh, nice. Hey, That's everybody true. makes mistakes. Do y'all know who John Brown is? Timmy, do explain who John Brown is. I don't know who that is. Uh, John Brown is a legend. Um, okay. And, all right. Okay. Man, can Timmy explain it, but only wrong answers? <laughs> okay. Okay. So Civil rights I'm um, at my university. Um, I'm a history major, and I oftentimes forget that other people aren't. <laughs> And I'm blown away when sometimes people don't know things. <laughs> like, so. like, for example, 
uh, what was it, two or three weeks ago? We were on the road. <laughs> Actually, okay, this this goes back to before we were on the road, and I was in, in my apartment with uh, Bryce, and um, I was working on a homework assignment for a class that I have. And we were talking about um, John Brown, who is a, he's a figure in the Civil War, and I asked Bryce, I said, Bryce, you know who John Brown is? And he said no, and I was blown away because, like, in my world, in the world that I live in, <laughs> John Brown is this huge figure. Like, he was massively important in the Civil War, and... I was just shocked that Bryce had no idea. So then we got on the bus the next day and we're driving to this church and I ask other people, this is also when Jacob threw up, but so I asked everyone in the band, I said, I, I, I started in a circle and I worked my way around the band and I asked each member if they knew who John Brown was and none of them knew and I was just shocked and apparently Not he flipped shocked. out and yelled at yes, us. Yes, he, he was so <laughs> mad at us. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. John, you were passionate. I did I did exert some passion and I was shocked and blown away as I already said that There is didn't a know university named after him. There is. Yeah. I knew that. Where? There's universities named after a lot of people. We should tell a story about how Jacob threw up. <laughs> Why? Why are all my stories getting like thrown out for the world to okay, know? Okay, here we go. I've got one. Yes. Brooke wants me to tell the story. Yes. So we were uh, at a camp, and so we we were there, Ooh. and the speaker that was there asked us to do a oh, song. No. We had Ooh. never done the song before, but we were fairly familiar with it. We listened to it, and 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 just kind of got the music and put it together, and and it was a we had it pretty much down. Um, and it's the song Make Room by Community Music. Um, and so, and they're actually friends of the university and ministry teams too. So um, it was kind of cool that we could we could do their song. And so we were getting ready to do it. And so we went up for the response after the message. And it's a really just serious moment here. <laughs> and uh, I, I start off the song. It's a piano-led song. And um, Can I take over? <laughs> because I was also involved in this moment. Yeah, go ahead. So I was leading this song vocally, and uh, so Timmy starts the click. We have a, like a metronome in our ear that keeps us on time, and Timmy, our drummer, is in charge of it. So it goes, and Austin starts playing, and the song is in four four. But bless his heart, he started playing in three four. Oh, no. six eight. Isn't or six eight. He started playing in six eight, and I'll. I didn't notice, but Timmy notices, and I, all we hear in our in-ears is, Austin, Austin, it's in 4-4. Four, four. Did not understand, didn't get that he was not playing at the right time signature until I, I was like, you know what, we can't just dra keep dragging out this intro. So I started to sing, and I'm singing in 4-4 four, four while Austin is I'll, playing I'll give Holly six, so eight. much credit for <laughs> attempting to make that work somehow. But. <laughs> he didn't noticed that he was off, or that he was in the wrong time signature was, until I started yeah, singing. Yeah, she started singing. I was like, shoot, how do I fix this? And because <laughs> it's just a different feel, it's hard to get your brain back to what it's supposed yeah. to sound mm -hmm. like. And so... And then we, Jacob just goes, Austin, one, two, three, <laughs> four. One, two, three, four. Until he got on. And, but this lasted like like two minutes of just oh terrible, <laughs> terrible music that we were just making. It was horrible. And the kids got saved. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had no clue. I just want to point out that Austin is a much better musician than I am, but I had the opportunity to save him in this moment, so I think we should all appreciate that. Everybody yay, Jacob, on three. One, two, three. Yay! yay. So this, this was also a, a really cool moment that just proved that, like, 
God is bigger than us and bigger than our mm. mistakes and bigger than what we do on stage. So, like, we go on stage and Austin screws up. I screw up. All of us screw up all the time. Jacob screwed up really bad last weekend. <laughs> call me out, why don't you? <laughs> Anyways. Why is it, why why is this cook Jacob on the podcast? <laughs> That's what they told us to do. Anyways, so um, God, God can move through those moments where, like, we are not big enough. We're not good enough. We are not adequate for what God needs, what God wants. Um, and that just, like, plays into, like, the, the ministry concept that, like, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Um, and so, like, in that moment, God worked through us and worked through the moment to do what needed to be done to um, save those kids. Yeah, I mean, my voice cracks all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, all the time. But it's okay. There was a, another ugly situation. We were at a camp up in Michigan. Uh, we were set up in a gym. With, we were on the floor, and there were these... I guess these platforms that the kids were sitting on, they were kind of like stairs. Risers. Kind yeah, of. risers. Yeah. It was it was, weird. It was, it was different than what we're used to. It was like an amphitheater-style setup. Uh, but with that, the kids are at least 30 feet from us, or that's what it seemed like when we were down on the floor. And so, taller than us. Yeah, and much taller weird. than us. So we had, to, we had to look up to them. and They were all eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. At least, <laughs> yeah. Taller, yeah. It's Michigan. There's something in the water up there. But... Um, <laughs> We, it was a morning service, it was a middle school camp, and we get up to the, to the, to the front on the, on the floor, platform, whatever you want to call it, and Brooke goes, good morning guys, who's ready to worship? Come on down here and worship with us. And all the kids go, uh. Like they were genuinely like, we don't want to. And I was like, oh, you're coming down, okay? Like, we're gonna have fun, right? Get down here right now. Loves you. I've never been so scared of Brooke as I was in that moment. <laughs> I was so upset. I was, um, yeah, I was so mad. <laughs> like, you're at camp. Just come on. Just come worship. We yeah. also, like, Holly, Tyler, and I will call out kids when yeah, we notice yeah. that they're, like, not engaging. So, like, in, with certain songs, we have, like, little dance moves or, like, things that we do within the song. And if we see... <laughs> yeah, they can totally see, see this. Brooke, do your dance moves and I'll describe it. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if we see like a kid who's like just standing there and just like looking like they don't want to be there, we're like, hey, you in the whatever sweatshirt, like we're jumping, so you're gonna jump too. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's we just don't care. We're like just gonna call them out. Wow. When you underestimate the power of staring people down for getting them to par- for getting them to participate in things. Yeah, the the there was one time at uh, camp. There was this entire row of boys in the middle, about halfway back in the section, and like directly straight back in front of me. Um, and we got, were we doing Glorious Day? I don't uh, remember. Probably. But like we were, we were opening the set, and like all the kids, like they were jumping, and like we're, we're having a grand old time worshiping God, and these boys were just sitting there staring at us. Hmm. And so I may have raised my voice, <laughs> and I was like, "Boys, stand up! We're gonna worship God." Like, let's do this. And, like, I stared at them until they did it, and, like, we waited. And then they did it, and it was good. But then it was, it was yeah. Sometimes if the kids are really not into it, we will just play, like, background music and just, like, stare at them as well. The Jeopardy theme song. Like, if Timmy just randomly starts playing some beat on his drums, it's like, well, we're just going to sit here for a while until you guys decide to... To join us, I guess. I this, don't know. This, uh, this last retreat that we were at, that very thing happened where, like, the campers were so spread out and, like, we kind of wanted them to be more, like, condensed where, like, they can all worship together. And, like, I, I, I forget who said it, but, like, 
um, Holly asked them to come together and like just bond together or Tyler or someone. And they just sat there and looked at us like, nope, we are not moving. So Timmy starts a beat and our lovely Austin over there starts playing the Je- Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> and we just sit there and we wait. And then eventually, guess what they did? They, they all came together. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great time. Yeah, barely. Ugh. Yay. I am so glad that we got to be a part of that just Honestly. for an hour or so. Like, I'm not in this ministry, but I can tell that it's it's special. Yeah. Yeah, we can see, like, through your faces and your stories that you really care about this and love this. And, yeah, we're really, really excited for you guys to be here. Before we finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You told us to cut you off. Uh, <laughs> okay, valid. Um, whenever we, like, leave a, a church or a, a camp or something, we sing a song together. It's called Shibuya, and Timmy normally leads it. So I think it would be kind of fitting that we would sing our, our ending song here at the end of the yeah. Do it right now, and then we'll be like... It's going to include you guys, too. Get ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. You'll pick it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Shibuya roll call. My name is Austin. Yeah. We're on a podcast. Yeah. And I am talking. Yeah. And I'm not last. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Shibuya roll call. My name is Brooke. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. But I'm having fun. Yeah. It's been a good day. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Shibuya roll call. My name is Timmy. Yeah. There's a computer in front of me. Yeah. I'm in a studio. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Shibuya roll call. My name is Tyler. Yeah. And I'm on a podcast. Yeah. And I'm really tired. Yeah. And I love Chad. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Shibuya roll Call. My name is Bryce. Yeah. I'm in a sound booth. Yeah. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. And my name's not Ruth. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. Roll call. My name is Zach. Yeah. I really have to pee. Yeah. I've really had to pee since it started. Yeah. I can't wait to go pee. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. Roll call. My name is Jacob. Yeah. I've been cooked this whole podcast. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Are we still friends? Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. Roll call. My name is Holly. Yeah. And I like Sprite. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Shibuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shibuya. My name is Epi. Yeah. I run this podcast. Yeah. With my friend Michaela. Yeah. And I love this podcast. Yeah. Shabuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shabuya roll call. My name is Michaela. Yeah. This is also my podcast. Yeah. You guys are my guests. Yeah. And now I'm going to turn your mics off. Yeah. Shabuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shabuya roll call. Wonderful. Well, I guess all that we have to say now is bye for now. Bye for now.